Did you know we live stream the recording of this podcast every Thursday night at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on Facebook, Rumble, Twitch, Kick, and X? Come join us. Hey, happy Friday to everybody. It's the almost the weekend, which only means a lot to those who actually work. Yeah, that's right. We are on time. I think he's talking to you on that last little part of that, but hey. Yeah. Right on. yeah. Of course we are. That's my uh, co-hosting troll from the Gaslighting Podcast, Devin. Uh, we we did a show yesterday, and it was right after the uh, explosion at the airport, and I I basically just raged for about a half an hour of, of the hour show that we did. Oh, so that's why you were enraged because you'd messaged me and said, I'm pretty, uh, absolutely heated right now or, or something. Yeah. yeah. Cause who didn't know this was going to happen? You have to be a moron. Moron. Apparently everybody that was there didn't know it was going to happen. I think they knew. Yeah. (laughs) Like our, like our intro song says. You know, yeah, we could use a man like Donald Trump again. Yes, sir. Well, I mean, not necessarily him, but like him, that would be nice. Like him, somebody who could actually articulate an intelligible sentence would be preferred. All right. So, can I ask you? And we haven't talked about this, but can I ask you if you were running the country, what would you do right now? Probably order another ice cream cone. No. I see you're in the. Uh, well, did you notice of- how after you know yesterday it it was all over the internet that there were going to be no press conferences, nothing public from you know the White House press room or our uh, House Plant in Chief. But then they ended up doing it. I guess I don't know if they have some kind of a, a meter that can read all the uh, anger that's online, <laughs> and they're like, okay, we better do something. Well, I have to tell you, as I was getting ready for rubber. Are not rubberneckers. As I was getting ready for gaslighting, uh, we had I had the uh, the live feed up for the press conference. That was a Floydian slip. Yeah, and uh, misinformation didn't come out, or a little red lying hood. She never came out. They they basically canceled, and she came out. I guess she came out later. Somebody said, "Listen, you got to get out there and get in front of this. You cannot not hide in the White House here." Yeah. Somebody's got to go talk to the, you know, to the American people. We're going to have a freaking ride on our hands. I had, I had given up by kind of late afternoon. I had given up on anything coming out of the, out of uh, Washington DC in regards to any kind of uh verbal response to this. I, yesterday I was angry. Now I'm sad. I'm just sad. This didn't have to be like this. Didn't have to go down like this. And you don't realize how much you really do need a strong president until you don't have one. And well, let's go back to uh let's go back to campaign trail uh June of 2020. And you want me to pull that up or you want I'm, to- I'm doing it right now, buddy. I wouldn't I wouldn't you do got it to you. It. This is uh June 4th, 2020, campaign trail Joe Biden. It's I mean, hard I- to believe. This has to be said, but unlike this president, Donald Trump, 
I'll do my job and take responsibility. I won't blame others. And I'll never forget that the job isn't about me. It's about you. You lying MF. So then what does he do after that? Do, 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 do. Sorry, I'm having to click around here, find videos. I have a, I have a response to that. I have you a response have the, to that. I have a response have a video? No, I just have an re audio response to that tweet. You fucking unself-aware dickbag. That's what I have to say about him. So here's, this is going to autoplay, so let me know if it's too loud. Okay. You bear any responsibility for the way that things have unfolded in the last two weeks? I bear responsibility for fundamentally all that's happened of late. But here's the deal. You know, I wish you one day say these things. You know, as well as I do, that a former president Fuck made you. a deal with the Taliban. Fuck okay. you. Okay, you bear responsibility, but it's Donald Trump's fault. Right, and and he unwound every as soon as he got into the fucking White House, as soon as they swore him in, he has started unwinding every deal that Donald Trump did. He unwound the shit that went went on down at the southern border, and now the the Supreme Court says you got to go back to that. He stopped building the wall. They had to start building the wall again. This prick has not made one fucking correct decision since he's been in office. And even Obama said nothing. No one can fuck up shit like Joe Biden. And this is what we have for another three years. God damn it. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I thought you were going to break into your do better. If you can, you can't. <laughs> I should have. I should have. You mother. You just sit there on your ass. Sit there on your ass. Cones. Do nothing. Eat your goddamn ice cream cones. <laughs> I love it. Biden, Biden, Biden. Boom, boom, boom. Duh, duh, duh. You know that's going to get clipped, right, for us? Uh, kind of a remix? Why not? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sorry. Oh, this boy. is what I, sh I should have done this one. Biden, Biden, Biden. Trump, Trump, Trump. There that's you cool. go. Here's up. We get all American forces out of Afghanistan by May 1. In return, the which you changed. Yeah, he already changed it. First, he changed it to July. Then he's like, oh, wait a minute. Now nah, let's make it August. Commitment was made, and that was a year before. Yeah. So you had at least six months to do shit, and you did nothing. You know what you worried about? Um, impeaching a president who is already out of office the second time. You worried about um, making sure that tr transgenders can be in the military and that and that every military boss every, every all all the bosses in the military have read books on you know gender and being inclusive Oof. this is this is what we have worried about yeah because that's what's important in the meantime you know we've got the people who are supposed to be i don't know worrying about getting everybody out of there in time reading books about gender so they can accept the new platoon coming in bob have you know that the new dancing with the stars they have a gay TikTok influencer and she has a female partner so brave wow yes we applaud your bravery 
it's it's both bold and beautiful as well as brave do we even need to uh wrap this wrap this clip or just get it the hell off the screen no no you do you do you i'm sorry in return he was given a commitment that the taliban would continue to attack others but would not attack any american forces remember that no 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 since i didn't make the deal I, I don't remember it. I don't read every deal made by. So I changed president. that deal. I said, don't attack them, attack us. This guy is a, a wimp, weaselly. I want to say it so bad. Uh, never mind. So then he comes out. Let me uh, pull up the video file. Sorry. Do, 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 do. Trying to get to it. Sorry. Right. Take your time. Where's my hold music? <laughs> now, this is his threat. Do you remember other other threats from other presidents? I think yeah, uh, Bush. Yeah, I think yeah. he, he almost plagiarized this from Bush. Bush W. The younger Bush. It. Young Bush, not old Bush. Everybody likes young Bush. No one really liked old Bush. We're, we're going to find some bitches that did this stuff, and then we're going to kick their ass. That's my W impression. As well as anyone who wishes America harm, know this. We will not forgive. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, Ooh. we're not going to forgive. Did, have we forgiven yet from 2001? I mean, uh, we've basically occupied uh, virtually every Middle Eastern country since then right the taliban is shaking in their boots because oh, yeah, we won't forgive because black-eyed joe is uh right looking looking hardcore into that camera and reading that uh, teleprompter real good we will not forget i, I bet you he will i was gonna say he probably forgot this morning he woke up this morning and said what happened yesterday probably forgot what day it was we will hunt you down make you pay hey see that's what it's all about money they're they're dead they were suicide bombers they're dead there's nobody to hunt down scraper over to the bomb scene and try to scrape some of the dead terrorists off the fucking walls he's not going to do shit that right now there should be fucking bombs raining down in afghanistan we should be taking that airport that we gave up the the base over in 20 miles away. I can't even think of the name of it now. We should be back there. We should take that over. We should get all our shit back. And we should be in there right now and say, oh, hey, we were trying to leave and you couldn't leave well enough alone. And now we're back. Now we're back. Asshole. Well, this is like a replay. I mean, we've bought this shit before. We're going to make you pay. This is the Look, say what you want. Back... During Benghazi, 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 they did the same shit, and uh, the video out of there was horrible. They killed the the ambassador. They killed Marines. They drug them around. They started shit with Trump over the uh, Iraqi embassy. Yes, he threw. He took a helicopter. He flew in a whole Marine brigade in there, and they. they stopped that, and then three days later, the guy who planned the attack on the embassy was made into fucking hamburger meat on his way to the airport. Right. 
That's how that's how a fucking president acts. Not like this, holding his foot, clutching his little leather purse, merce, whatever the fuck he's got, and says, oh, we're going to make you pay. How? What, what are you going to do? What are you going to do, big man? That's just it. I mean, that's my point. We have we have heard this before, and what did it result in? 20 years of... Mm, why? He's an embarrassment. The, the rest of the world knows he's embarrassed. The rest of the world don't even want to talk to him. And even if they do, he don't pick up the phone. He's a coward. He is a fucking coward and should be removed. He should be court-martialed. He shouldn't be impeached. Okay, so we should then uh, do this. Give a woman a chance to run the country. Hey, could they do worse? Yeah, she's 10 times worse than he is. If that's even... Don't call her a woman. Excuse me? I will defend our interests and our people with every measure at my command. Yeah. Our, our interests, not meaning his, not, not uh, us. I it just, I, I can't, I mean, I tried to listen to him yesterday, warble out that fucking well, address. He's really good at this. This is short, so pay attention. Ladies and gentlemen, they gave me a list here. The first person I was instructed to call on was Kelly O'Donnell of NBC. Yeah. Why would he be instructed to call? Why Why does he have a list of people that he's allowed to call upon and an order in which he's supposed to call them? The only thing that you're not seeing right there is the hand that someone jams up his ass. He's a fucking puppet. That's all he is. He is a puppet. You never saw Trump. Trump didn't go out there and say, hey, I, I can only call on this person. That Trump walked out there like a... And listen, I'm not even a Trump fan. I'm not. But Jesus Christ with this guy. Trump oh, walked no. out. He took every question. He would stand there for an hour taking every question. He didn't back down from shit. This was so, ag. So um, maybe... maybe uh. Jen Balsaki can uh, this information provide some clarity. Republican senators so far have called on the president to resign over the attacks in Afghanistan today. What's the White House's response to that? I would say first, um, this is a day where U.S. service members, 12 of them, lost their lives uh, at the hands of terrorists. Uh, it's not a day for politics, and we would expect that uh, any American, whether they're elected or not, would stand with us in our commitment to going after and fighting and killing those terrorists wherever they live and to honoring the memory of service members. And that's what this day is for. Go ahead. Hi. I got a question for you, you redheaded twat. Did they lower the flags to half mass because of the servicemen that were killed out there? Did they yet? No. Has the White House called for this? No. Is this all about politics? Yes. Don't give me that shit, you lying. God damn it. Hey, this ain't a day for politics. No, it's not. It's not. And and the fact of it, the, the fact of the matter is that politics got all those people killed. But it's Trump's fault. I mean, it's not a day for politics, but it's Trump's fault. Hey, hey, Bob, when did Biden take office? You mean take or steal? Oh, um, he was inaugurated uh, January 20th, 2021. Okay. Right. Uh, is 
is Trump in Washington at all? Is Trump in, uh, on social media calling for any kind of uh, insurrection or anything like that? No. No, sir. That's because this is all, you can't sit there and, bl- this son of a bitch, can, he never takes a hit for anything. He was a horrible senator. And he, the only reason he was he won was it wasn't they voted for Biden, they voted against Trump. And this is what we have right now. And we still have three years of this. Well, here's um here's what Biden's probably doing right now. Actually, this is what he was doing during the um attack. There we go. Yeah, take it. Take it all. Mm. He's good at that, ain't he? I hope he chokes on a goddamn cone. I, I mean, that's I really nice. Do. I don't care. I'm I'm done with I'm done with him. I'm done with this. You know, I, I used to say, you know, he's not. I, I used to say when people said he's not my president, I used to say, yeah, you know what? He is your president. And I guess he is our president. But Jesus, what an embarrassment. Well, I found. uh <clears throat> Excuse me. Found this clip. I I I edited it slightly. How, how dare you? <laughs> Damn. I edited it slightly just to um kind of make it more interesting. Here we go. Pay attention. I will. That we all need to be actually uh, asking is the president of the United States who clearly did a deal behind forty-one coalition backs. He ignored 41 uh, countries that were working with him. He turned his back on the leaders of every other country on the planet and did a private deal with the Taliban. And you know what? This has been the biggest military blunder in the history of, of the planet. And I don't think any coalition country should ever, ever again work with America. If this is how it treats us, it kicks us. I'm angry. I'm angry at the president. Uh, he doesn't seem to be in the right frame of mind. He's making decisions and destroying 20 years of work. Uh, 4,000 soldiers killed in Afghanistan. And you know what? I've never said this out loud before, but I think the president of America is actually a retard. I think the president of America is actually a retard. I think the president of America is actually a retard. Well, I think there's a very... So there that is. And yes, it was a phone recorded screen because you think that that could live on uh, any of the major platforms for longer than, I don't know, two minutes? Yeah, they, they scrub that shit clean. President retard. That's what he is from now on. President retard. <sighs> well, you want to move on to that uh, white supremacy, that video that we've seen in that uh, classroom? You want me to run it? Or Terrible. You- I, I am 100% against any any of this white supremacy that you're about to see. It's just terrible. you you gonna run it, or you want me to? No, I'll run it. I'll run it. I'll run it. Give me, give me a second here. I didn't. You were doing all the running, so I figured that I would let you. Now I get the whole. Piece. Waiting. One of our team members will be with you soon. Okay. Here we go. Oh, that one. Okay. I thought you were gonna do the cl- classroom one. Oh, hang on. I can do that. I'm starting to dig the flute for some reason. (laughs) 
Yeah, yeah this is the white supremacy video I was talking about. Because you know I will beat the fuck out of Okay, okay, yeah, bitch, I was dog your ass. All that. Okay. 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 Yeah, he's not, you know, I, I got to stop this because now this is about right. Back in the day, he would have sat them. The teachers would have grabbed these beep kids and yeah, sat them and held them together. Right. They, they, this nonsense would not be allowed to go on in the classroom. He would have to bring back paddling. I, I agree with you. Or a taser, like a, a cattle prod. Sit down. That's what they're. So anyhow, now the poor guy, he's lost control. Now the fight starts. Now, now he's sitting there trying to stop it. Now more fight over here. He don't know what to do. He don't know whether to shit or wind his watch. He's the chair. Don't hit her with a chair. Hey, this WWE right here. Has another one. There's no, no. That's just fight. That's. That chick needs to weave her alone. <laughs> see, back in the day when girls got in a fight, usually the tops came off when you got to see boobies. Oh. Look at him. He don't know what to do. He's telling everybody else to get out. Get out. Hell no. Get your phones out. Well, you know, there were a lot of comments on this video, and it was all like, hey, did you notice nobody got involved. None of the students tried to stop it. Because you're not, and you can't, dude. I'm afraid to even like offer like if somebody needs like Heimlich maneuver or something because because they'll sue you afterward for you know putting a bruise in their chest or something you know is no I'm sorry no don't don't get involved you have to this this nonsense I mean look at that fight that there's two separate fights in there and that was it wasn't like it was just a punch or two they were kicking each other's ass. Yeah, I couldn't tell if this was like a high school class or a college class. I, I, I would not say sure it's, on that one. I would say it's high school. Yeah, I would say it's high school. But the poor guy, he don't know what to do. He can't run and call for help. They should have like a a a plunger. You hit like a red knob, and whenever something like that happens, if the you know the other teachers run to try to stop it. Well, they had they had built a new high school here they spent 80 something million dollars on it it's beautiful school and like day two there was a fight kind of like that well they have you know on campus security uh they're they're not police but somehow they're i don't know if they're like a contracted you know firm whatever and one of the guys you know was being i guess attacked whatever you want to call it or a hit and he he knocked this student out, this bam, one punch. And he, he wasn't a, you know bigger than him or anything like that. It was an even fight. And and they they brought him up on charges. See, he was doing his job. Yeah. Day two of this eighty million dollar school being open. Kids these days, John, what are we gonna do with them, right? Well, there's no discipline. That's the problem. There's you know, uh Tammy has it right. Let them kill each other. Let them kill each other. 
So let them. So we'll basically move them to Chicago, or leave the room and say, okay, when you guys get done, when you when you're done beating each other's asses, yeah. Or I, I would say maybe have like a. I say have them arrested. Have them arrested. Brought up on charges. Would you ever get in in a fight, John, at school? All the time. All was the it time. in class or or was it like uh, see you at three thirty? No, no, never, off. never, never, never. No. If someone said to me, "I'll see you after school," we fought then because I wasn't going to wait for them to have somebody you know line up someone to jump me. If it was going to be a fight, it was a fight right then, right in class, right then. I've had it happen in class just like that. Did you ever watch the movie Three O'clock High? No, I've not. Came out in the late eighties. That was a really good movie. It's it's even worth watching today. It's a good movie. Three O'clock High. It's about a, a nerdy kid who uh, has a run in with the new kid in class, a uh, new kid in a school who was transferred over from another school for beating the crap out of other kids, and he's a big guy. So yeah. and and he gets told, "Me and you in the parking lot after school." No, I understand it. But see, here's the thing, you know, when that when, if a teacher walked in and said, hey, knock it off, everybody stopped. Everybody stopped and backed up and the fight was over. The teacher didn't have to get involved. All he had to do was or she would come in and say, hey, knock it off. Stop it right now. And everybody would stop. Well, were you bullied or anything when you were in school? Constantly. Yeah. For well, what? every year in the beginning of the year. They, they, there would be a hierarchy, and I would if they if they were allowed to bully you, they would bully you for the rest of the year. The rest of the year, yeah. So what would happen in the beginning of the year? Someone would do something to try to bully you. It would turn into a fist fight, and they would say, "You know what? Don't mess with him. Don't mess with him." Yeah. So, I mean, that's unfortunately that's just the way it was. And I, if you got, I, if you got uh, into a fight in the beginning of the year, and you didn't have to win, you just had to. You know, you just had to get in there and hurt somebody. And when I say hurt somebody, give them a bloody nose, a black eye, or something like that, they wouldn't do it. They wouldn't. They, you know, that no one would pick on you anymore. Yeah, I've I've had that happen. Tenth um, grade in uh, Brentwood, Tennessee. Uh, I my speech problem back then was really, 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 really bad, and of course, I took a lot of shit for it. And there were these three kids in particular that were, you know, buddies. They'd walk down the hall together, basically holding hands. And uh, we all had, we all had, see, there it is. We all had a study hall together. And one day the the monitor of that particular class would change every day. You never knew who was going to be monitoring the class. It was whoever was, had a free period that period. Well, they had gotten up. They said, Hey, I got to go run off some, you know, papers. I'll be back. So right when she left the room, those three kids, gathered around my desk and we're basically just making, you know, making jokes, basically bullying me. So I reached in my book bag, grabbed a book out of it and cracked all three of them across the head. And did you have any more problems? Not a one, not a one. All right, but listen up. No more of your long stories. All right. Yeah. People aren't used to boring podcasts. What the hell was that? You ruined the whole podcast. Yeah, if I wanted to hear a black guy ramble like a lunatic, I'd watch Family Feud. <laughs> no, I you play that stuff, John. It's it really <laughs> ruins the show. Sorry, I I apologize. I apologize to the audience. Now, I mean, this kind of stuff. I'm not saying it's never going to happen. Like class fights are never, never. And here's the other thing too. 
everybody has a phone. You notice as soon as the fight started, all the phones came out and they started recording it. I, I guess kids are kids. I'm glad, I'm glad they didn't have them when I was in high school. Just I'm uh, glad I grew up when I did. Yeah. You know. Do you want me to play the white privilege one? Where that's, uh, that's your call. If you think uh, that's yeah. Boomer Bunker material, I definitely think it's Boomer Bunker material. Uh, because it's so true. Let me see. Make sure that the volume's not blasting. We appreciate you waiting. One of our team members. Hey, there he is. That was quick. It's fucked up Friday, and you already know. I'm about to say something. Very fucked up. Let's talk about what privilege is. Privilege is having $200 sneakers when you've never had a job. Privilege is having an iPhone and a data plan which you receive no bill for. It's living in subsidized housing, not paying any water bills, and the rise of property taxes and rent has little to no effect on how much food you can put on the table. Privilege is being able to march against or protest against anything that triggers you without having to worry about calling out for work and the consequences that accompany such behavior. Privilege is having as many children as you'd like, regardless of your employment status, and sending them to a daycare school that you don't pay for. It's a privilege to break every law in the country and still remain a victim. It's a privilege to be able to sleep with whoever you want, and your value as a person doesn't decrease. It truly is a privilege to be able to say whatever you want to a person online that you know would have gotten your ass kicked in person. There you go. It's a privilege to have that long hair. <clears throat> yep. Oh, you know me. I like a redhead. She she needs to check her privilege. Hey, here's a, you know, just to lighten up the mood a little bit here. I have another one. You didn't see this clip. I, I brought this in. You know how we say furry alert? Well, remember when um, we were doing the milk crate challenge and Big Blue, yes. the mascot from the uh, Indianapolis Colts? Correct. Now, he has been up to some more, more shenanigans. And I figured uh, I would share it with the rest of you. He seems like to be a little bit of an asshole. How come, how come the black guy gets it three times in the face? That's what I'd like to know. Furry privilege. Furry privilege. Well, we have an update to the Milk Crate Challenge. Apparently, it's made the news, John, here. Seeing these Milk Crate Challenge videos, and you guys... I love seeing these Milk Crate Challenge videos. Did we play this already? Or were no. we going to play it? Okay, all right, I'm Jesus sorry. Jesus Christ, take some ginkgo, homeboy. Guys, keep sending them to me, so keep them coming. And if you haven't heard what we're talking about, it's this viral thing of, of people getting hurt, falling off. It's a viral thing of people getting hurt. A milk crate. The idea is to stay on the milk crate, right. climb up and then back down. <laughs> but Jason Carr in the carport, a uh, lot of. Who on this picture is the diversity hire? I'm going to go with the guy on the right. Folks well, are not successful and honestly look like they're breaking arms second. and legs Hold in the process. Minute. See, he's the car report. Look, he, no, no tie. He's got the jacket on, no tie. He's like, he's going to tell you something. I like that is um, that the unnecessary R. Well, I'm sure. The, yeah, because as the Wi-Fi things coming off of it, the carport, carport. It's supposed to be the car report. Or is that is is that the E? The uh, Wi-Fi things. I I, I don't know. 
The I'm overanalyzing, sorry. Tell you, in case you couldn't tell by all the viral videos, federal officials are now letting us know the milk crate challenge is a bad idea. <laughs> the warning comes as videos like these rack up millions of views across social media. Oh. Oh. It shows attempt after attempt of people trying to walk up and down a staircase made entirely of milk crates, which are not stable, and most end in spectacularly painful fashion. Doctors do not recommend it, and the Food and Drug Administration is like also discouraging people from participating in this foolishness. The agency weighed in after comedian Conan O'Brien tweeted, waiting for FDA approval before I take the milk crate challenge. He made the joke after the FDA approved the Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine. That was a good joke by Conan there. I like that joke. That is good. Uh. <laughs> and FDA's response wasn't, wasn't too terrible. At least they you know, made it through one tweet without telling everybody to go get the jab. The FDA tweeted a response saying they can't recommend the challenge and saying perhaps I'll enjoy a nice glass of 2% and return all those crates to the grocery store. No, no, whole milk. That's what whole I milk. say. You know, you know the difference? You know how many, you know how much fat is in whole milk? Do you know what the percentage is? I don't know. 3%. Okay, now, well. They take 1% of the fat out. And that's uh, the, that makes it healthy. Well, the only thing in that milk that is good for you is is the fat and the vitamin D. So, and they put the vitamin D in there. Unless you're talking about breast milk, then you get that colostrum stuff. Yeah, it's the it's just you, you like a little uh, you like a little uh, booby milk in your coffee there, John. I've never had it. But I'd be willing to try it. I, I I'm sure you would. <laughs> I'd be willing to try it. What if it came from a transgender booby? It can't, Bob. It can't come from a transgender booby. All right, let's go back. Here's the Dudes can't make milk. I saw on social media. All these fools are doing this and breaking their faces, arms, and legs, and then they go to the ER, but all the beds are full from COVID. <laughs> I Get not the fuck out time. of here. That's are you right. kidding me? Yeah. They don't even want you to have any fun. Listen, don't break your ass. Don't get in a car accident. Don't do anything because all the unvaccinated. No, they don't. They don't care about car accidents or, you know, work related injuries or anything of that sort. Just don't have any. Don't get hurt while you're having fun. All right. I have to respond to this female to male trans, you dummy. No, female to men to have their tits cut out. There's still no milk. Nitwit. Sorry. Go ahead. You get them. You get them. Whoop that trick. There's no such thing as trans milk. As a as that dude whipped up on skinny with that whip deck trick song. <laughs> John's lost. He doesn't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Trans. He, milk. They, yeah, we five zero. They call me Big Five O. <laughs> There's no way I would do this milk crate challenge. There's no way I would try to walk up one side. There's no way. <laughs> Absolutely. That would be in the milk truck challenge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, try to climb up the milk truck challenge. Yeah. I like that. Uh, you're welcome. Uh, hey, oh, let's, uh, we're, oh, here we come. The fat jokes, trans fat. I don't understand anything about the modern world. Yes, I do. Guess what? The modern world isn't so modern. We have two sexes. We have male and female. You either have an innie or an outie. And if you have an innie, you make milk. If you have an outie, you don't. 
There's not you can't change that. Trans milk. I think that's what the name of this <laughs> fucking episode is going to be. Trans milk. Let me write that down. Meme memes we love. Oh, oh. all right. You're going to bring that. That this. I thought this was a real article, but it's not the one you talked about. You put it in the show notes. It's not. It's not factual, but it is funny. Are you going to bring it up? No. What? You're not going to bring that up? I want to compare this <laughs> to. Hold on. That's a ham and cheese sandwich. That. <laughs> That's uh, the. <laughs> don't don't you That's dare! George Floyd. Violence! I kill you! Violence! <laughs> I kill you! Uh, hey, I got this. Um, this one you're gonna totally understand why I, I uh, I like it now because, well. See where to go. I got. I want to share the YouTube stream because I don't want anybody watching on uh, Facebook. And I got this, so I immediately logged right off. Five of your posts, which are all the same, by the way, go against our standards on nudity or sexual activity. Now I tried to get the actual image. The actual image. Which I don't know if I can blow this up. I don't know that I can here. Let me try. Who is Bobby, that? It's a guy with his hands in his in his damn zipper. Ah. Uh. And it's a and the the caption around it says, "Oh, now look what you made me do." And this is on Facebook. This is the well, name- not anymore. It's not because five. Dan. Of your posts go against our standards on nudity or sexual activity. Um, no Bob, one else can see these posts. You're a very, very bad boy, Bob. I'm a bad boy. <laughs> Telling you, man. I'm I'm done. I'm I'm done with the uh, F book. It can go F itself forever. Oh, you're gonna you're gonna sign off. You're gonna um, rage quit Facebook. Well, I have to maintain. Uh, the account I can't deactivate because I have an Oculus Quest that I sometimes like to put on my head and play games that I paid for. So because you had though Oculus is owned by Facebook and you have to have an active Facebook account connected to your Oculus account in order to to use it. So, okay, so you have to keep it. Well, yeah, kind of. All right, I got you. So I'm going to share something. Oh, <laughs> uh, where is it? Here it is. Healthy four-year-old COVID victims, last words. I blame the unvaccinated for this. Sheila Johnson lived the way any healthy American would, waking up and eating a dozen eggs, 36 pancakes, 40 sausages, and wish and washing <laughs> it down with a gallon of maple syrup. That's got to be onion or something. That was until she caught COVID from her unvaccinated neighbor, 58-year-old triathlete Richard Sorensen, <laughs> who had COVID but wasn't aware of it. Sheila was vaccinated with the Pfizer vaccine months before 
and constantly encouraged Richard to get the vaccine. He refused, stating, I'm six feet tall, 190 pounds, run a mile in six minutes and 20 seconds. Why do I need a vaccine? I'm perf perfectly healthy. The day Sheila passed away, Richard won his 10th triathlon. So, <laughs> first I thought that was a real story. Um, I guess there we go. There. Well, put a mask on. You're risking my <laughs> health. I mean, right? I pretty much, yeah. I would say so. Where's my meme? You didn't put my meme up here. The one I sent you. Uh, what are you talking about, Lewis? Here we go. I'll put it up. I don't need you, Bob. I'll put this up myself. Oh, you? Will you just go on? I will. I will. Don't, you just, you know what? You don't wait for anybody. You I, don't wait, I wait anybody. for no man, Bob. <laughs> we bought, we botched the evacuation of more than 30 Americans in Benghazi. Hold my, my cone. cone. <laughs> Hold my cone. That's, that's sweet. So speaking of which, um, I'll see if I can put this one up. If it quits being an asshole. China so, asshole. So I'm seeing that. Um, <laughs> share. What do I share here? What do I share? That's what John calls pre-breakfast: dozen eggs, so forty pancakes. This sign is out. Uh, apparently, McDonald's figure out how to continue paying uh, minimum wage. All right, Bob, hang on. Let me take you back in the wayback machine. So back when I was a kid. But going to McDonald's when you were 14 and 15 and getting a job was a great job. It was it paid more than minimum wage back then. And kids got, couldn't wait to get a job at McDonald's. They never had a problem hiring. And if any kids gave them any shit, you know what they did? They fired them because there was a line out the store waiting to, to work there. And then child labor laws got involved and you weren't allowed to hire 14, 15, 16. It had to be 18 because there was grills and fryers and shit. It did yeah. oh, yeah. But 14 and 15-year-old kids can absolutely work in a fast food place and then not have an issue. And this is, and I don't know why we don't do this anymore. Because kids can't get a job anymore until they're 18. So what do they do? They sit around and play video games. Hey, you know what, guys? This right here. <laughs> It's the I truth. go next door and find out what Carl's Jr. is paying. Okay. Bob's idea of breakfast is a pack of cigarettes. And his his is a two-pack <laughs> of 22-ounce alcoholic beverages in a can in a brown bag. Okay. All right, you're going to go back to this McDonald's story? You just... Oh, I mean, that's not really as... It's story. not a story. It's just I, I saw that and I'm like, I guess they figured it out how to keep paying uh, minimum wage. Well, minimum. Yeah, but they can't pay under minimum wage is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, sure. Right. So now they're letting kids 14 and 15 year olds work because they can't get any eight, over 18 year olds to work anymore. Well, the, the last two months that I've driven through a McDonald's, I've seen signs now hiring crew members at, at 14, 50 an hour. Crew right. members, not management team, not team leaders, crew members. Yeah, because they, yeah. And that's why now a cheeseburger is $5. Really? Because <laughs> I went the other week, uh, two weeks ago, when I went and got my Boomer Bob signature narcissist meal. What? 
The burgers were like a buck a piece. Nothing. What? What are you mad? All right, but listen up. No more of your long stories. All right. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Chuck you, Farley. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> So where are we? Uh, we still got 15 minutes of dealing with each other. Yeah. By by the time Friday comes around, it's a little little heated in here. Yeah, slightly. So um, you, you know we have a tropical depression out there, uh, just uh, around the Cayman Islands, right? And it's uh, projected to aim for the central coastline of Louisiana. It's expected to become a Category 2 by Sunday morning before weakening to a Category 1 early Monday morning when it hits. Uh, and here are some guidelines from our dem- uh, dementia-in-chief. So let me... Old-in-chief. Well, I thought I had that video, but... I have it. You want it? I got I got it. You have to just give me a second. I'll just... Trying, trying to, to do everything here, and you know, while I'm you, trying to help you, you just sit there on your ass. <laughs> Let me be clear: if you're in a state where hurricanes often strike, like Florida or the Gulf Coast, or into Texas, or last week, uh, New Hampshire, <laughs> a vital part of preparing. You notice he only mentioned uh, these states that are red and. I guess low vaccination numbers. I don't think Louisiana is red. I think Louisiana is Democrat, but but they are okay. low. What vaccinated. are their vaccination numbers? Well, that's because it's the uh, the black people don't want to get vaccinated. They 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 don't trust it. But they don't say he won't say that either. He won't right. say that. But you know, black what he is saying it. here. Why didn't he list the state last that got hit last week? Of uh, which was uh, I think Boston took took part of that new york took part of that new hampshire rhode island i'll tell you I know, why i know uh brandon up there lost lost power he's I'll running on the generator you mean rachel rachel lost power yeah i'll it. tell you why because they didn't write it down for him that's why he didn't mention it preparing for hurricane season is to get vaccinated now that's right, right part of preparing for hurricane season is to get vaccinated now now is that Really, I mean, you've got a hurricane coming at you, and uh, you want to you want to let these millions of people know what they need to do to be prepared for a hurricane in case they don't have the internet and can't just look it up or talk to a neighbor or whatever. They don't see what everybody else is doing, putting up their hurricane uh, shutters and buying water and getting fuel for their generator and making sure that their generator is not inside their house so they don't die from carbon monoxide poisoning, etc., but no, it's it's that. Getting well, shot. well, actually, I think the reason why he, they're saying this, and it might not be a bad idea, not that anybody that's not been vaccinated right now is going to run out and get vaccinated because there's a hurricane coming. But I would think that the reason is, is if it if this turns into a bit category three or four and it hits New Orleans and they have to move people out into shelters and all, you're going to have a bunch of people unvaccinated people all together which could end up being a super spreader situation where you know the the delta virus variant i'm sorry the delta variant could spread qu- quite quickly and kill a bunch of people it's not CDC. a bad idea but you're not going to change anybody's mind cdc.gov I- for a hurricane now 
when you've got a hurricane coming and you're like, you know what? I need to check the government websites to see what I need to do to be prepared. Are you going to go to the CDC's website? Probably not. No, no. I mean, these like people that are on, look, people that have been on the coast of shit for years and they know exactly what to do. They don't need people to do this. When we had, what was it? Katrina, uh, the, Levees failed and people drowned in their house. They drowned in their attics because they kept going up and up and up and they got to the attics and the, the water came up through the attics and drowned them right in their in their houses. So well, up there you guys had Hurricane uh, what was it Sandy? Superstorm Sandy, yeah. Superstorm Sandy. Sorry. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and it did well, it was north. The the real damage was north of me. The actual eye of that storm came right over where I live right now, and, and it was really it was eerie because was all this wind and then it got quiet and then you kind of went outside you could see everything and then you knew it was coming you knew that the, the other side of the storm was coming but we did not get hit that bad here north of us was devastated yeah i mean my wife is from the jersey shore area you know tom tom's river and all that and uh that place got decimated yeah yeah they did so but you know you, you need to know whether you're going to stay or whether you're going to go and basically you have a little bit of time to put some plywood on your windows get some shit you know, it's outside, yeah. inside, and that's it. That's all you can do because you can't get can't get away with it. I was in in nineteen eighty one, eighty. Gloria came up the coast, and we didn't even really get hit with it. And it was the the tide. The tide was high, and and it was nasty. And it was only a category one. So I can't even imagine a category four or five. I can't. I, I don't even know how you can withstand that. It's, it's crazy. Just get out of get out of the way. Just get out of the way. Go back later. I've done both. I have both evacuated and I have hung out through them. I mean, in, uh, Oh four, we had three of them back to back within about six to eight weeks and they were category, cate- uh, sorry, category two and category three. And, um, it was, um, I think it was Charlie Francis and Jean and boy, there was some damage. It, I get so tired of it. I ended up just, uh, packing up and moving like two months later, just getting away from there. It was that bad. This is in Florida. Yes, yes. I was in Melbourne, Florida. Yeah. Which is uh, about an hour and a half south of Daytona, about uh, 30 minutes south of uh, Cape Canaveral, Cocoa area, that that whole area. It's nice down there. It's 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 a cool place to live. But um I couldn't I couldn't deal with it, man. There's just too much every year. Hey, so. you know what, guys? This right here, this rambling, boring conversation can <laughs> It's is poor sound quality and tons of commercials. <laughs> it's Friday. Now I, I get it. Uh, I think we need to ban bicycles. I was shocked when I saw this article. Do you want to? Really? Re- I was. Hear? I was shocked when I found out I wasn't a good electrician. That was a dead joke. <laughs> We all know, Bob. We all know by now that they're dead. (laughs) Bike riding causes four and five sports-linked spinal injuries in the U.S. So football and other contact sports get a lot of attention for their injury hazards, but for most adults, bike riding is the biggest backbreaker, a new study suggests. Now, I'm going to guess that it's when they like to ride on those back roads where there's no sidewalk or no bike lane they don't even paint a you know yellow line on the right side of the the lane 
and cars come down and they just got their little spandex butts up in the air and pedaling and and they get ran over well i think anytime they're well of course they're going at a high rate of speed 14 15 mile an hour and then you know anytime they fall off for whatever reason they hit a ditch blow a tire or each other uh you know it could be very, it could be very stressful on your back uh there's this i love this one picture and it's this chevy and pal of like plowing in like 50 bikes and you see the guys are still up in the air it's an amazing picture so this says uh of more than twelve thousand sports related spinal injuries among u.s adults or is that us adults researchers found that a full 81 percent were due to bicycling mishaps yeah i would imagine you would think that i would be able to find this now here it is so when you when you look at the other it says um after biking this study found that skiing and snowboarding were the most common culprits accounting for 12 percent of spinal injuries uh, contact sports meanwhile were behind at three percent so only three percent of the injuries to the spine uh are caused by contact sports like football and football football and football football yeah, other contact sport uh like uh wrestling i don't know w does that count wwe because i'm sure they have broken some backs on there before yeah but i mean how many people wrestle a lot of people ride bikes that's what i'm saying right am i wrong did i, I lose you <laughs> did i lose you i don't, I don't know i'm addressing a comment ask your mom <laughs> I didn't see it. I was, I was too right. busy doing. I was too busy trying to get the picture. I, I think I have it. to resort to the boomer reply of "Ya mama." Where did it go? Okay, here's the picture I was talking about. This is the one I love so much. If I can get it out, it'll take me just a second. Everybody, bear with me, please. Don't leave. That one. Oh that lord! One. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> the best picture. Sure, ever. rolling that caprice right through an entire god what, how does that happen man Did, were they mad like i would imagine i would imagine that? that they were the guy had had enough they were like all out in the lane and shit and he's I, just I, I love how it's called bike accident i don't think that was an accident listen i think what basically what happened was the guy in the caprice about a week ago uh his girlfriend broke one of his grandmother's china plates That's a and he lost, lost his shit and he just said, you know what? It's all these bike people's fault. Then what they used to call a donk. I don't know. Of course you wouldn't know, Boomer. That's right. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> Look at all those <laughs> shoes. Bless <laughs> you. Oh, I don't know if we got enough. We have enough for five more minutes, Bob. I th I say we could we could actually get rid of get out of here early, if you want. Hey, did we have any new Discorders uh, join since uh, we did the big shout out yesterday? Nope. One. Hey, okay then. Well, Brandon comes in and out all the time. No, no, his name that's was that's I think his name was Michael. Oh, he's from another yeah. podcast. Yeah, that's uh, oh. Mike from the Wheelbarrow Full of Dicks podcast. WFOD. Wheelbarrow Full of Dicks podcast. One of the yeah. greatest podcast names ever. <laughs> yeah, he does a good show. Um, it's more for the, you know, younger generation, like the, you know, like 30s, early 30s kind of generation. 
not like do. not like us well not i us. mean we're we are appropriately named so if you want to hear about the latest you know video games uh you're probably in the wrong place mm-hmm. of course i mean we could bring on one of these you know youngins to do do the video game report maybe a wait a minute i think we're missing something aren't we missing something about australia we yeah. missed the story. We missed the yeah, story. There was uh, the, the, there's a lot on that. There's a whole bunch of crap. There's a video. There's a. You want me to play uh, the video of the Australia? Kind of articles. Uh, I got a tweet from Anastasia Palazic. Okay. Here, I'll just play. Let me play the video first. This should chew up five minutes. <laughs> oh, that chick. Well, yeah, this is it. I love a good, I love a woman with a good Australian accent. There's another video too. I hang on. If what I've just seen, and I will share the news report, but it's gone some way to explaining why our governments uh, seem terrorized and under some kind of tyranny with regard to the way they're behaving during this pandemic. Apparently, it's these appalling Pfizer contracts, which state very clearly that unless you roll it out to as many people as specified in exactly the manner specified, then this watertight contract means that Pfizer, a corporate pharmaceutical company, can seize the sovereign assets of a nation, including funds, that's our tax dollars, and get this, military bases. Now, excuse me, why would a corporate pharma company like Pfizer be wanting to seize military bases? This is profiteering, by the way, from a pandemic, and it's totally illegal. Doesn't it sound like Pfizer is possibly owned by China? I can't well, believe they did that too back early this year. It was uh, a news story that never got talked about in the mainstream media that, um, I guess Argentina was like, hey, let us get some of that vaccine, man. Let us get some of that. And they're like, all right, well, if you don't have the money, uh, we'll, you need to put up your military bases and your other government assets as collateral. Why? Because they want bases. Because it's, you know, it's they're going to they'll it's sell that money. If it was about stopping a pandemic and making people survive, helping people to s survive this whole thing, it wouldn't be about making governments put up their uh military bases that's not very nice there dave there is a twitter video um i'll try to share the video it's acting up on me right now but it's in the link that's in there but uh you want me to try it yeah because it's mine's all blown up and oversized and i can't get it back down to size all right hang on let me see it if I took viagra and it's going to be four hours before it goes back back down you know what they say if you have an erection for longer than four hours yes that's get, what they say get more chicks and get it i've got it up if you want me i i, I have it right here is that the one you're talking about yes sir i i couldn't download this it would not allow me okay here we go we need to keep our people safe and we desperately need to find an alternative quarantine what this is queensland okay Model this on Howard Springs. Everyone's got a balcony. Everyone's got fresh air. We think that it's an ideal location. You know, we would like to see international aircraft coming into Wellcan, and we would welcome those arrivals. And three minutes later, they're in their beds. When you look at the flow-on effect to the local producers for food, three thousand meals a day. When you look at the flow-on effect 
the 400 plus jobs um, through construction. It'll be a great thing for Toowoomba, it'll be a great thing for our region, it'll be a great thing for the Queensland and Australian economy. All right, that ain't that ain't the video. I was going to say, we need it, to, it, this boring story right here. Click around so many things here they did a there's a, a video where they're they're um saying when they get to six million jabs they're gonna let you they're gonna let you go out the big prize when you get to six million jabs there yeah let you go out and get a haircut a haircut yes <sighs> boy oh boy won't that be grand It'll we're be gonna have to I don't know why I'm doing an Irish accent. <laughs> well, because all Australian accents are, I don't think you're gay enough. <clears throat> uh, I think all world leaders are going to get in trouble. They're going after every one of them. You mean the ones that they haven't already killed? Yeah. Isn't this, uh, I, I don't know. This is, you put this in here about Trudeau. They were asking him questions. Well, his brother is, There's that's the main story is his brother. His brother got caught. Uh, he's charged with uh, having s- relations with an underage girl. Is that true? Yeah. Well, here, let me go to it. I'm sorry, I'm not right. prepared here. We made it, Bob. We're over an hour. Yes. They thought the actual, we couldn't do <clears throat> it. The actual story is Justin Trudeau's brother arrested on charges of sexual conduct with a minor. Oops. Um, Blow that up a little bit. Um, the brother of Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau was arrested on charges of sexual misconduct with a minor and possession of child pornography, among other charges. Uh, Alexandra, Alexander, I, it's D R E, so I don't know if it's Dre, Alexandre. Trudeau was booked into jail on Tuesday, uh, Montreal police said in a statement shared with the Beaver. <laughs> this is the um, Beaver. It's the conservative beaver. <laughs> uh, he is facing charges of sexual misconduct with a minor, among other charges, including possession of blah, blah, blah. Uh, yeah, and crystal meth, a, a, a small quantity of crystal meth. Oh, you need that to keep up with a teenager. Quick question. Did they say the age of the teenager? Did they say the mm. teenager? Um, says Trudeau has been charged with seven indictable offenses. Related to sexual misconduct with a minor, attempted sexual conduct with a minor, molestation, possession of child pornography, possession of a controlled substance, local independent news reported. He was released on $50,000 bail. I'm guessing that's Canadian. Yeah, it's like a, it's like $150 American. Uh, listen, but they don't tell you whether, see, I need to know these things. I need to know whether it was, you know, the age, male or female. I, I need to know these things. So I want to okay. know how. I want to know how outraged I need to be. Uh, Justin Trudeau's had his own, you know, run-ins with things. I think he was a teacher at a school called West Point Gray Academy. Yeah, and, and he was having inappropriate relationships with students. Now, I don't know if these were college age or if they were underage. I'm going to guess they weren't underage because then he'd be in jail. Shall I play this? Yeah, we, we'd have to say yeah, that. Personal conduct. Ikean RNN. Have you, your campaign, or any other agents secured non-disclosure agreements from anyone about inappropriate sexual personal conduct? No. Uh, follow up. The 
2001 yearbook from West Point Gray Academy says that you and convicted sex offender Christopher Ingleson made a young student's, quote, life at WPGA a lot more interesting slash amusing, end quote. How did you two keep her amused? We were teachers. David Menzies, Rebel News. Um, Mr. Prime Minister, you left West Point Gray Academy in the middle of a term, which is highly unusual. It was a law firm that made this announcement, which is also highly unusual. Sir, can you tell us the real reason why you left so abruptly? And did it involve any kind of uh, sexual misconduct at the school? I wrote three pages on that in my autobiography, uh, and it involved absolutely nothing of the sort of the rumors that you're trying to spread. Rumors. So, Mr. Prime Minister, a follow-up question. Um, why did so many teenage girls write uh, so passionately about you in the yearbook. Was there any connection to having a relationship with these girls or their mothers? I was a good teacher. What was the subject there? I was a good teacher. That's his answer. I was a good teacher. Yeah, that's why they were so, they were, they loved me because I, I was a good teacher. I think I found the audio clip. It's uh, 48 seconds of the Australian thing, Queensland. Uh, it's an audio clip, so I can't share anything on there, but Tell me if you can hear this audio, please. This is a commitment by the Wagner family working with the Queensland government to say to the people of Queensland, we want to keep you safe. And the best way to keep you safe and to keep Lock Delta you up. out of Queensland is to build as quickly as possible a regional quarantine facility. I Internment have listened camps. to Queenslanders. I know how much they support a regional quarantine facility to be in Queensland. They want their community kept safe. That's what they're saying to me, and we are delivering it. This is a race. We are up against a highly infectious Delta variant that's sweeping the world. We don't know what's next. We need to get these facilities up and running. And everybody has seen how successful Howard Springs is. Listen, Australia's used to this. They were a uh, penal colony. <laughs> penal. Yeah. They were a penal colony. That's how it started out. They were a bunch of uh, losers and criminals that were shipped to an island because they weren't, they couldn't live in a uh, civilized society. And here it is, how many years later, and they're still having the same issue. Uh, they, you know, they took their guns away. They're basically just sheep. The Australians are just basically sheep. You know, whatever you want, government. Yeah, lock me up. Put me in a internment camp. Do whatever. You, do whatever you want with me all the time. I'm here for you. Oh, I don't know what uh, this one is, but I want to hear it. Okay. Can parents look out for maybe language that they use? Young, their young sons might. Oh, these are uh, red flags for incels. Oh. Telling the parents what to look out for. Might be using behavior that they might have. Yes, they can. So there are lots of bits of language that might be red flags referring to people as normies or as triggered. Normies is the word incels use for people outside their community. Uh, triggered, based, cucked, describing being red pilled or black pilled. <laughs> oh, I might be an incel. Describing like a yeah. What was that? This sounds like our Discord. All that language, right. is doesn't it? 
And it's worth saying as well that they see this as a kind of conduit to other forms of extremism. It isn't completely separate from far white, white nationalist, white supremacist mm. movements. They actually really see it as a slipway. So parents might see a combination of perhaps also racism creeping in as well. The incel community is a very racist community. This is a racist ideology. And of mm. course, white supremacist is a deeply misogynistic ideology. Yeah. Yes, it is. It is a white supremacy is a deeply misogynistic ideology. Hey, real quick question, because this actually raised a good point that I never really thought about. Are there black incels? I've never seen one. Have you? I mean, I don't go around asking people if they're an incel or not. Yeah, but so. I mean, I mean, you know, we know a lot they can of them wear shirts that says it I'm incel. We we know a lot of incels, and I don't ever remember any of them being black. Have you ever heard him? use terminology like normies or cucks no mm -mm. no or triggered normies well just because you know white males can't get any poon doesn't mean that it's a racist thing or racial it's just i would think that maybe you know blacks got more game black males you know they got more game that's all it's, it's you know, here's the here's the this is a New South Wales premiere. Uh, Gladys Berejiklian was on the 7.30 report last night uh, where she was asked about what is the freedom that is coming. Well, I'd always promised our citizens that during September there'd be one extra thing they can do so long as we hit the 6 million jabs by the end of August. So there'll be... Now, for the, those of you who are not gay, uh, they're saying that, well, there's been a promise of one extra thing you can do in the month of September as long as they hit 6 million jabs. At least one extra thing our citizens can do uh, uh, next month in September. And what in what's terms that likely of to be? the Doherty plan? Kind of thing? Well, our health experts are working on that. Now, there's speculation that that one thing fully vaccinated people will be able to do next month once we reach that six million jab target is going to be going and getting a haircut at the hairdresser as long as uh, the, both parties are fully vaccinated. But again, we won't know details until the end of the week. How do you think that's going to entice bald people? to go and get the jab. Well, apparently there's Black Todd and Black Todd is an incel. And I, I've been, I've, and Dave, of course, Dave knows an, inc an incel. And Dave's very upset because we will still be around long after the U.S. is burned to the ground. Mm, yeah, but you'll still be locked down. So what fun is that? It doesn't matter. He'll be taking his little scooter somewhere. All right, we did it. We Holy cow, this is the longest one yet. That's all the time we got. I'd like to thank our sponsor, the U.S. Postal Service. When you want something expensive thrown on your porch and stolen, you want the U.S. Postal Service. There we go. Thank you. Thank you, Peter Griffin. Is that your dad joke? Huh? No. I mean, how many dad jokes must I give out in an episode? Hey, listen, uh, let's see. listen, you. You wanted to end every show with a dad joke. I'm just giving you the opportunity because if I just end the show and you don't do your dad joke, you bitch in the after show. So you so do want you... dad joke or not. Dad joke, dad joke, dad joke. End of the show, end of the show, end of the show. Did you hear about the restaurant on the moon?